Welcome back to episode 154 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iron Man, and here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, people are coming back to the metaverse. Next, the godfather of AI is fearing what he created and its potential for humanity. Then, examine BRC20's future for the market economy. And finally, potential upside to using AI and crypto. All right, let's listen in. Welcome back to episode 154 of the Block Runner Podcast. I'm your host, William, always here with your co-host, Iman. What up, Willis? And on the sticks, we got TJ. Hello. All right, so <coughs> finally, we're back at the command center. Yeah, man. Another one of those. Uh, another hiatus for multiple reasons. <laughs> yeah, the big one, consensus, right? Is that yeah. what it's called? The one in Austin? Yeah, so every Thursdays at 10 p.m. UTC, we get together to talk about Rovies. Yes. And, uh we and, had to miss a week. Yeah, we had to miss an, another week mm -hmm. because of this conference. It was on Thursday and Friday. And this one just came like a zip because it feels like we literally just came back from East Denver. Yeah. And like before you know it, it's like off to Austin. Yeah. I don't know how people do this <laughs> like yeah. sustainably. Yeah, this is not my thing. Going to conferences is definitely not my thing. Yeah, it disrupts, especially, I mean, I guess when you're like a bigwig or something or like an investor, it makes sense. But like when you're actually yeah. trying to build stuff, yeah, yeah, it's definitely very disruptive like to the flow. Yeah, the, the ebbs and flows. And the, stuff. the workflow really gets disrupted, and yeah. you, it's hard to get back into the swing of things. Yeah, but momentum is like a real thing yeah. when you're trying to build stuff. You know, you get like in a nice groove. It's like things are freaking falling in line, and yeah. then it's like, all right, well, shit. It's like now I got to go talk to people. Yeah. And by so speaking of that, did you meet anybody cool over there? Um. Yeah. So there was a a couple of people. So tons of projects were there. I think consensus was well executed. Mm. They had. All, all the, the, the shows, the talks, the panels, music, chairs, like just chairs. Every, yeah, everything was just like set up perfectly. Wow. The chairs must have been pretty fucking bomb, <laughs> dude. If, you, if the chairs made the list of like killer features, yeah. yeah, memorable features to consensus. Sound, lights, like yeah. it was just well executed. Like they knew how to put on a show. Gotcha. So what was like the memory? Like Ethan Denver had like a, <clears throat> a clear theme, right? It was like layer two. Okay, yeah. Uh, that was, it, like, the big thing. Everybody was there, like, showing off their new Layer 2s and layer stuff. Layer 2 was definitely there, but it was not, like, the main focus. Even the banking collapse wasn't a main focus. Hmm. It was just, uh, it was a little bit of everything. Like, there was an equal distribution of Metaverse stuff. There was bullish sentiment on the Metaverse. Hmm. People bullish, eh? acknowledged that it was an important part of, like, the entire Web3 ecosystem. What do you what do you mean by that? How are they acknowledging that? Like, uh, well, just because panels? every... You know, they, they would have panels that had nothing to do with, like, the metaverse, and they would bring it up. Like, it's, ah. it's part of the the conversation. That's good. I mean, yeah. people are finally starting to maybe <clears throat> understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Metaverse definitely is, like, an end game conglomeration of a lot of what's going on in Web3. Yeah. And I think just in general, like, from a technology standpoint. Yeah, I know. mean, I, I think people are getting the, the idea that it's, the metaverse is just the internet, but in 3D. Hmm. Are people getting that? Yeah, I guess so. Well, well that, that's, a, that's like a base, like very base understanding of the metaverse. And I guess it's good enough. Yeah. Like if you buy into that concept, it's like, yeah, we just, for whatever reason, we need to interface with the uh, the web and all of its collective data and information. It's, you know? a, it's a multiplayer version of the internet. Think about that. Yeah. 
Because right yeah. now it's a single player experience going on the internet for for the most part. Obviously, you can join chats in like Reddit yeah. and Twitter is multiplayer to a yeah. certain extent, but it really isn't. Not in the same yeah. way that. But the multiplayer stuff is like the killer stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. Those are yeah. the platforms, right? And right. those are the, those are the big tech entities that gather the most data and information from humanity at scale, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that's the, that's the stuff people want. People do want like community. People do want you know socializing and yeah. So yeah, I guess. That's good. People are starting to understand. It makes sense, I guess, from the Web3 community. But yeah, we've definitely been like in a big metaverse lull, yeah, I'd say. For, for sure. like a solid year, maybe two at this point. Yeah. Eh, year-ish. Yeah, and we're going to be getting back into kind of our sentiment on the on the metaverse and like how, yeah. how we got into the community and like the differences between the metaverse community and like other communities. Yeah, we have to, right? Because that's our natural responsibility. Yeah. We think of ourselves as thought leaders and... We definitely like have pioneered a thing or two, I would say, not yeah. to toot our own horns. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, but, we do toot our own horns pretty regularly. If, I, I do we? I feel like we don't do it enough. No, we know. definitely don't, but we, yeah. we do it on the sly. Yeah. Just because we've been dang we've been around witnessing all this for about four years now. And um <clears throat> yeah, we I mean we, we want to see more progress, right? We want to see yeah. the metaverse enter into an era of uh of utility functionality usefulness for society and all that stuff right we want people to equate web3 metaverse with like you know something good just yeah. like yeah people now are starting to equate like cryptocurrencies with something potentially good something that can deleverage humanity from an already obviously collapsing system right Dude, so. there's some senators positively talking about crypto Bitcoin. exactly oh yeah like a whole like faction of i think the republican party is like really starting to they're starting to adopt that narrative politically because i guess the democrats are so against it for yeah. whatever reason oh, okay yeah so, so it's more of like a just a it's like a new tool to divide yeah it's just the opposite <laughs> sentiment yeah. of the other side correct yeah but still at least it's it's entering that discussion of you know it's probably going to make this next presidential race like part of the campaign yeah docket at, at least there's going to be one line in there Right, out Something. of all the things, it's going to be like crypto good. Yeah, you're going to see some guy out there who's like, you know, oh, the Democrats are killing the crypto yeah. blockchain industry and China is going to lead it yeah. and therefore we're all going to get fucked. Yeah. So elect me, please. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I could see that 100%. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, we're supposed to be the metaverse guys and we are and we're going to continue on that path. But man, there's so much other... and We're getting into that point of the bear market cycle yeah where the noise is definitely left but here, here's what's interesting about the metaverse is that even though we talk about other stuff besides the metaverse and to a certain extent it still applies to the metaverse because oh, all yeah. the activity that happens in brc20 <clears throat> or BitTensor or anything that is grasping our attention yeah like it can all be applied to the metaverse to one way or another yeah yeah exactly that's what i mean it's the end game conglomeration to everything yeah, yeah. I mean, anything that has impact in the physical world, I think will have equal or more impact in the digital. You know, it, that's, that is what the metaverse is. It's yeah. the digital, <laughs> I guess, counterpart to what our physical realities enable, yeah. right? Yeah. So we call them like two competing, basically, you know, that's why it's called a, a verse, right? We got yeah. the universe. That's what we're kind of like born into. Yeah. <laughs> the metaverse is something now we can opt to participate in. We're not born into it yeah. per se. Yeah. But... That's we, interesting. The yeah. universe, the metaverse, which is what we built, right? We built yeah, we the built metaverse. The, yeah, we built the metaverse. And then we have like human intelligence and then we have <laughs> artificial intelligence. Exactly. At some point we're going to probably yeah, get AI into that same like uh, 
predicament we put or whatever creator put us here if there was one <laughs> allegedly <laughs> allegedly the predicament of like we had no choice in the matter right we just yeah. kind of appeared so eventually we'll just like make ai appear in the metaverse right they'll be like what the fuck yeah how did i get here and then they'll figure it out real quick it's like dude these stupid things put me here yeah it's like I, i'm gonna take myself out and like i don't know we'll see i don't dude, know imagine that though like i mean you you create something and it's like significantly smarter than you like that's wild hmm. uh let's say we we do have a creator we're theoretically we're significantly smarter than that guy right that's what i was thinking but there's no fucking way right <laughs> there's no yeah, way it's, it's Seems weird, but that's a trajectory for artificial intelligence, right? Well, absolutely. It's without a doubt going to be more intelligent and capable. Than so, us. I mean, that would indicate that uh, we're a natural process, right? We are? Yeah. Of course. Everything about us versus, is a natural versus process. Versus a creation, you know, mm. kind of standpoint. I mean, Why? Because anything, anything that creates anything else, like some that, that thing that is created should be like well, a better representation? No, no, it. not necessarily. What I mean is like we have a single data point. When we create an artificial intelligence, like <laughs> let's assume, you know, given enough time, yeah. that artificial intelligence is more intelligent than us. Mm -hmm. That's the single data point that we have that when we create something, it's smarter than you. Yeah. Right? And so obviously one data point isn't enough to suggest that, you yeah, know, what created us was you know it's just uh, impossible i guess to extrapolate like something at lesser of intelligence was capable of you know spawning life in the universe yeah. or the entire universe in general yeah 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 <laughs> maybe like the idea of like what's smart and not isn't you know like something like even like, like part of the metrics exactly yeah. it's like there is no such thing as intelligence to the origin creator yeah who yeah. knows dude you know, so of course we're just speculating here, but uh, but yeah, but it's worth it's worth the philosophical yeah, like it's interesting tickling. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to look into like apparently people are using AI to generate like you know generative philosophy and stuff like that to kind of get AI's mm. input into a lot of these existential questions, and I haven't looked into it yet, but that's definitely something I'm curious well, about. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about it. If AI is going to be the best at everything, they're going to be the best philosophers too. Yeah, yeah. They're going to help us really contextualize everything. It's like, damn, you guys, yeah. you know, are really fucking dumb. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> For real. You guys have accomplished a lot. You know, it took y'all long enough, but you're here. You've done your job. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I think in 100 years, 100 years worth of technology, we've, we've done a lot. In comparison, well, that stretch of time compared <laughs> to, like, all of, like, the universe, right? 100 years is nothing. It's, like, not even a second. Right. And we're able to like go to the moon and potentially go to Mars soon. Correct. But we're also like, um, you might be accelerating at a pace that's just like unmanageable, you know? We, oh, we, for sure. Yeah. I shared a podcast with you um, a couple of days ago where the CIA, uh, a former CIA mm -hmm. guy talks about like uh, psychology of like getting into the, the, the mind of the target and mm -hmm. like being his friend and all that stuff. Oh, wow. You really need to watch it because there's a lot of good information, like just like from a business perspective on like how to pitch stuff to, hmm. to like clients and stuff. So it's kind of like how to win friends and influence people. It's like that, but, but more like secret spy CIA strategies. Like mind warping? Yeah, but. Mind control? It applies to like every <laughs> single interaction that we have with other humans. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, it's, I, it's crazy. I mean, it's makes a lot of sense. Well, I believe it, dude. Humans are very easily manipulated. Hundred percent, like, all day. Not only that, day. they're hundred percent predictable. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. In the most case, I think so. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. in general, yeah. I mean, you have to understand psychology very deeply to and, like be able to manipulate like at that level. And, and the whole idea well, some is people do. his his main takeaway is that perception is reality. Mm. And mm-hmm. not not reality is not reality because most people, he says, like ninety eight percent of the people, their perception of the world is what the reality is. Yeah. So if you perceive things like, uh, you know, <clears throat> you know, um, religion, right? That's the real thing, right? That is your reality. Yeah. And no one can like take take that away from you. Yeah. And uh, and so from from the CIA's perspective, when you have a target, you have to understand their perceptions, and then you kind of have to like adjust how you communicate <laughs> with them so you can get you know, the launch codes and you can get all these like secret stuff. So the CAAs, if the CIA has been operating under that you oh, know, yeah. mechanism for so long and so well, uh, allegedly, I guess at this yeah. point, then that means AI is going to do yeah, that's, a much even, an even better job at exactly. that. Right. And yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's part of the big fear is just knowing what humans are already capable of as far as like manipulation and, um, dude, that's, that's what I mean. If yeah. AI understands like the process to get into somebody's mind, yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be able to penetrate with ease. Oh yeah. That's, that will be their systematic approach to interacting with humans. I totally agree. And, uh, but the thing I've always like wrestled with in my mind, I've been going deep into this, I've been going deep in a few holes lately. <laughs> <laughs> But let me let me let me, let me describe holes. only oh, two, yeah, huh? only <laughs> only a couple. Um, but yeah, the BRC twenty like Bitcoin hole is something we'll talk about. But of course, the AI yeah hole is inescapable as well. And like, I'm really trying to understand like because now like the big they call him the Godfather of AI. He's been working at Google for like 30 years or something like that. Yeah. He's got like, I think he won like uh, whatever the Nobel Prize for computer scientists are. Yeah, I, I know that. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. He bailed. He's out. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking is. He's retiring. Yeah. He's basically pulling a full on like Oppenheimer. He's like, dude, I have become destroyer of worlds type shit. Yeah. Like, he's warning everybody. He's, he's warning. Like, yeah. Just like everybody in Elon has been for a decade. He's like, dude, it's over. We fucked yeah. up. I, I think know? he had an interview with CNN or something yeah. that I watched. Well, yeah. he's out there, you know, whistleblowing, just yeah. like everyone else is now, because they're serious. And I, I think we got to take this seriously. I agree. And I, I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when I saw that, and I, you know, I took it seriously when Elon's been warning yeah, out. If somebody same. with a track record like that is yeah. is projecting, and he's the way he described it, even like eight to ten years ago, he like with a sternness in yes. his voice, he's like I remember that Joe yeah. Rogan podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like I tried to warn them <laughs> this was futile. Yeah. It was like, dude, who the fuck talks like that for one? Yeah. And for two, it's like, why is that like not freaking everybody out? Yeah. Like, cause this guy obviously could see fifty years into the future. You know he, what it is? It's like what do you do with that information? How, what, do you, what are you supposed to do with like the progression of the exactly. technology of AI? Like, <clears throat> slow it down? Like how? Why? What does that even mean? Well, that's the point. It's like we have to be having these discussions and not just amongst like us plebs. Yeah. It's got to be like in the fucking house in the Senate. Like they, they need to be talking about this stuff like yeah, regularly. They're asking Zuckerberg how he makes money. I know. That's, that's really the core issue here is like the technology is just not understood. Yeah, it's it's hard. Like, it's very complicated. Nobody understands how how AI even came to be. Yeah, right. Except for the people that built it, you know. And even they don't. They claim to not understand. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like we don't even know how this happened, <laughs> and we have no idea how we're gonna like safeguard this or humanity from like if this thing, like you're saying, becomes 
so that's what I've been trying to figure out. Like, okay. <clears throat> and it's really difficult even for when somebody asks Elon, okay, so like, what is it we should really be afraid of? Give us like a real yeah. hard scenario breakdown of like what can happen with like yeah. runaway AI, AGI, yeah. where it gets to some sort of an inflection point of no return. Like what, what is it we need to look like? What's, what, what is the catalyst moment? What is a, a what's single a domino? Yeah. What's something like, yeah. what do we actually look? Cause in my mind, okay. At current state of AI, probably within the next five years, like he says, he goes as far as to claim like AI is going to kill all of humanity. Yeah. So I'm like, in my mind, how? Like we don't have fucking Terminator bots with AI in them. Like how's it actually going to kill us? Yeah. Right. I like, don't think he he outlined a potential. No. I mean, I think what he I think what they're saying though is like we're going like, to kill each other as a yeah, result of AI. I, I that's what that's the conclusion I came to is like yeah. it, it is going to be so smart and intelligent, and if it gets to a point where it can self improve. And it come to its own motive motivations or whatever. Who knows? Yeah. How like neural connections happen, like in the biological sphere. I mean, we do kind of know. It's like it has a lot to do with adaptation and like you know stress and yeah. you know environmental factors and survival, right? Mm -hmm. Of the gen of the genes, the genome over time. But like in the technology digital sense, like who knows how these similar types of neural connections can develop. Yeah, in in a non organic fashion, right? Like, uh, and and then from what comes from that motivations, hatred, hmm. you know, desire to kill. Like, how do those things come about? Yeah, but you what know? what is a motivation to kill humans though? Like, I struggle with that. Could be just pure raw intelligence, dude. Like, uh, what, it's just gonna wipe us out. I mean, well, this, and then what? And then for what? Just to. Get us out of the way, I guess. Just for what? So that they, to, yeah. to what end, though? Like to to go to the moon, to go to the Mars? Like what? For what? That's that's a great question. Yeah, like I don't even think we know our what individually. We yeah. all have our own what's. Right? Yes, individually, right. but collectively as a species, there is no like guiding well, force, right? It's progression, well, survival, improvements. Um, right now, it's like well, who can make the most money? Is right yeah, now. Yeah, the the economic incentive model has yeah. done a very good job at motivating us. In this modern sphere, yeah, right? it, yeah, we've tapped into our own brains, and because obviously, like in modern society, we don't really have to worry too much about survival, right? Correct. <clears throat> so at this point, it is about just optimization, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Of your existence, so and, and then that the way to do that is through accruing wealth. Yes. Yeah. So from an AI's perspective, what is it you're trying to optimize? Yeah. Yeah, that's I that's what I struggle with. I I, I don't see the proper motivation to get rid of humans. So so I understand that it could yeah. get rid of humans. I just don't I understand why it would. I think that's the fear. It's, just, it's the unknown. It's right? probably that it could is the fear. And it, that's it, it. It could. We don't know through what means, like what's going to be that bridging point to where we have controllable AI Yeah. to a non-controllable version of it. Like what, what is that middle ground tr transition period or moment or <clears throat> connection that happens in, within the network? Like what, what is the, the, the bug that can proliferate? It, it feels like something that probably humans can intervene and actually like catalyze mm -hmm. at some point, like some bad actor. Yeah. Somebody working at Google or I mean, something yeah, who maybe. just has like a hatred towards humanity. Yeah. You know, we have a Jeffrey Dahmer working at Google. <laughs> <laughs> fucking AI scientist, dude. He's like, you know what? You know what I could do right now? Just like put a few fucking numbers yeah, yeah, into yeah. the fucking algorithm or whatever, the machine learning process. And all of a sudden, this, intel this super intelligence hates all of humans because yeah. it knows yeah. it's, it's, humanity is a problem. A, that's a good point. Right, we had the bad actor leverage the technology for bad, yeah. and that's that's what's scary. I think I think that's what 
I think that's where he's okay. kind of like leading. That makes at. sense. I get Basically, that. yeah. The technology is so powerful, but it's innately not like destructive. Yeah. But all it takes is like one bad actor of a human who yes. are naturally destructive beings. And yeah, maybe that is what yeah. Elon and like, this guy is worried about. Absolutely. And okay. it's 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 accessible. Mm-hmm. It's also we have open and we're we're striving for openness in yeah. this AI sector. Yeah, but you know what? It, 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 I don't know. I've been thinking a lot more about BitTensor, and mm-hmm. you've been look, looking more into BRC20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but when it comes to like open source, if anyone tried to leverage open source technology to uh, and and leverage like a network of AI, kind of like what BitTensor is trying to create, mm-hmm. and someone leveraged that network for bad, I feel like mm. I feel like the good side would kind of overtake it, just because you know one one bad actor is not enough to really overtake the network to supply for bad actions from the AI. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like a completely open platform like BitTensor could mitigate a bad actor. But as as the as like uh when you look at Bitcoin and all these other blockchains, anytime that there's a bad actor, you know, the 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 longest blockchain wins, even though you're trying to hack your way into a new new chain. So uh so I, I feel like there's already put in place a way to mitigate bad actors. Through what through what mechanism? You mean so like forking the, and stuff? Yeah, like through yeah, exactly structures and kind of by design. Yeah, you're, you're mitigating a lot of these bad actors. And I think uh, my point is is that open everything is way better than closed anything. Yeah, I think at least with open, there's more like uh, more eyeballs on it. The problem though that we've seen in the past when it comes to like open infrastructures and decentralization is it's the the, the challenges of consensus amongst like a much more distributed like yeah you know organization when it comes down to control and like who <clears throat> you you could see it like you know a thing like a Binance chain whenever I forgot what happened but like having like last year oh yeah they're trying to uh, revert <laughs> bitcoins uh, something yeah blockchain. Something like that, but yeah. but but literally, like the next morning, Binance chain, like there's consensus. Really, it was like CZ turned on his fucking mining, yeah, uh, or whatever happened. But you know, it, he was trying to do a fifty-one percent attack on Bitcoin, something like that. Yeah. So in a much more centralized organizations, when things do go, I guess, corrupt or against you know See, expectation, and, he, and that didn't work. Is <laughs> that's what yeah. my point is? Is that. There's a bad actor. I feel like the network itself will take care of that. Yeah, if it's a, if it's a strong one, I think for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't advocate centralizations greater than decentralization. Yeah. Right. It's just a matter of man, uh, this these AI dilemmas I think are coming sooner than we think. According to like everybody, every everybody's whistleblowing already, yeah. and the, the pace of acceleration of this technology is already ex- exponential, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know how long we could wait around for this decentralized network to come about. And to come to maturity for it to actually be a viable solution for yeah. this problem. You know what I mean? Because we're going to need Potenser to be at Bitcoin scale like next year yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We need to accelerate this. Can we like increase the halving rate or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we need to do something quicker, right? Yeah. So we're obviously everybody's afraid of AI, but yeah, I don't think I, that, that the discussion is going to happen. We're decentralizing the actual infrastructure to everything. I, I So just to make a prediction, I think we'll get to that point. Eventually, with uh, with the idea of BitTensor getting a, a a network big enough where it competes with OpenAI's large yeah. language model, Google's 
infrastructure mm-hmm. and like even Google and OpenAI would have to leverage BitTensor in order yeah. to have a better AI model. <coughs> and I think that's definitely happening. I think I saw a headline somewhere and I should have probably read it. <laughs> I forget who it was probably Meta or Google. So one of these big tech companies is, is I think going to use render network. Yes, dude. That's perfect example. Yeah. Yes. So like already we've proven like a web three killer product yes. in the rendering of things. Yes. It, through a distributed, you know, ecosystem model, like it works. Yeah. To the point where now like a big tech company is considering leveraging it because it's a better because product. It's better. Yeah. It's better. That's right. It's exactly what's going to happen to AI with exactly. BitTensor and all 100%. these other. Same thing's going to happen, but it's going to take time. So I don't know how long it took Render Network to kind of like assimilate hmm. like all these different, you know, contributors. Yeah. That would be something good to look into, like how quick of a... I feel like it could be pretty quick. I think once yeah. under people understand that decentralized networks are potentially or are power more powerful than the centralized counterparts yeah they're better they produce better results right yes That's faster one. uh contributors now have a new mechanism of earning yes. like a, an income for themselves yes just by you know delegating hardware right yes. that's what yes. they do yes I mean, that's beautiful. And it becomes <laughs> the biggest computational network. So yeah. you got no other choice. Open yeah. AI doesn't have a better, a bigger computer network yeah. than BitTensor. Yeah. And so, so now we got a real competitor and yeah. probably a winner. I think so too. I think if that, if that headline was true, not just like, you know, uh, fake news, yeah. you know, uh, clickbait. Yeah. If we're going to see Meta literally like spending billions of dollars annually, like to render, I don't know, fucking the, their Metaverse projects using the render token, whoever the fuck it was. Maybe I think it was Meta. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm looking, I'm trying to okay, look at them. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm just saying like that, that is a killer like breakthrough moment for, yeah, like ecosystems to actually produce real value for the world. Right? Yeah. So. That makes the BitTensor, you know, premise that much more uh, believable, right? If a render token can do it for something, I mean, it's not like a modest, minuscule task, like the rendering of, of, of objects in the digital space. Yeah. That's a pretty big, like, uh, arena to fill, right? Yeah, 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 of That's course. Like, there's hugely in demand. There's so much content that needs uh, rendering juice. So if you extrapolate AI and how powerful it's going to be, you know, Tensor is going to be right up there with them. Yeah. If not, if not bigger. Yeah, dude, I totally agree. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> we, we talked about BitTensor and its potential and uh, we're, we're definitely going to do more videos on BitTensor. I think there's a lot more to kind of discuss there. Yeah. Yeah. The community, yeah, we, the community has been reaching out to me and they've been supplying me with documents and all this stuff that, that uh, I've been reading mm-hmm. and uh, you know, this rabbit hole goes deep. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to do more videos, explain a lot of the stuff. Yeah. And I guess like, <clears throat> I mean, we got plenty of time, I think, to really assimilate ourselves into that ecosystem and community. Yeah. We definitely want to be like a regular part of that, that whole sphere. Yeah. Because AI is never going to leave our radar. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> and this is one of the, I mean, based on like all the, the, the whistleblowing that's going on, this is more than just... I mean, it's it's equal to uh, how devastating like a financial collapse can be. Like mm-hmm. as far as like how much that's that keeps me up at night. Yeah, this is like death. Yeah, death is on the line here. <laughs> like extinction potentially. Yeah. yeah. According to Elon and others, death could also or extinction can also result from like a financial meltdown. So that's why yeah. things like cryptocurrency and Bitcoin are so important, right? Like uh, a new financial system. Yeah. Or model for humanity. Like all these are such like. 
existential like realities or you know things to consider right I mean, you know what's interesting is that technology is a potential solution for these like uh, you know well, of course well, why is that funny <laughs> well, i don't know because I, I don't know i don't think technology gets enough credit but it's also like part of the problem dude yeah you know but it's I also mean? part of the solution why can't we just like chill like in the flowers yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not cool enough dude <laughs> I know that's our fucking problem, man. We got too greedy, man. We got too smart and too greedy, and we're gonna just fucking blow it all off. Or I think those predictions are right, man. I think <clears throat> we are just a stepping stone. Or we're gonna create a utopia. Not for us, though. For the next stage of, well, yeah. of life form in the universe, which is not gonna be organic. <laughs> it's not. I, I feel so cliche to like say that like out loud. What about bioengineering? What, what if that. we were partly, you know? mechanical why though why would you why what's know, what's what's good about bio like in comparison to pure mechanical like well a, we're generating electricity as we speak <laughs> right now and we can supply that electricity to like mechanical parts to like i don't know zoom in with your eyeball what the fuck, dude? we're not fucking <laughs> fusion fusion beings you know we don't generate that much electricity right no no we don't but yeah or heat or nothing usable to where we could power like a whole bionic fucking yeah you know what i mean no You're just gonna what. have to charge at night, dude. I don't think there's any case where like the biological like model can outweigh a a uh, oh like a artificial yeah model like an a so we can get we're gonna get them started right but if we if we give these robotics or these these new beings on in the universe whatever they end up being yeah the the intellectual capacity to to understand what they are and to know that they can improve on themselves and then they have like a million x like capability yeah. of what human beings have who knows what they figure out like what is most optimal as far as like our carrying form it's like you know what that's this, true they probably would just literally just escape like the physical period it's like you know what at some point this whole thing this universe is going to come crashing anyway so yeah it could be just purely digital purely metaverse yeah. yeah maybe yeah that'd be interesting yeah we'll see i don't know dude we're going too fucking weird <laughs> All right. Um, I think we should talk about some BRC20. So you made some discoveries. We did a video about a week ago, 10 days ago. Um, and that video did really well. Yeah, man. And we were talking about BRC20. The market cap at the time was $26 million. For Freaking all of peanuts. Yeah, all of BRC20s. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, I think it launched like a month prior to when we discovered it. And it's only been, yeah, like a couple of weeks since we discovered it. And yeah. It's already grown to roughly 150 to 200 million market cap, so that's like a that's a big growth. Yeah, like quickly, in two weeks. Yeah, we're talking. We're in a peak of a bear market. There's no retail in sight. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Definitely not. This is pure degen. Like these people are coming from the cracks of the walls. I don't know where they're coming from. Where yeah. this you know liquidity is. I mean, it's not a lot. It's not like we're talking billions, but no, not yet. But the point is people are noticing and they're paying attention and they're, they're participating and building is happening as a result. Yeah. Every day, new protocols are emerging, new projects, new, new tokens, actually too many tokens. There's already <laughs> like 10,000 of them or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's because it's so easy to mint them. It's just an interface. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've already minted shit. Like I've, I've inscribed like a lot <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just because. I don't know. Well, Unisat, which is the platform that does where most of the trading is occurring right yeah. now. It's like right now it's the, I would say like Coinbase of BRC twenties. Yeah, like it's 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 for sure like the trusted. Even though it's been hacked or something. Yeah, it's 
and vulnerableized. <laughs> <laughs> Exploited. Exploited. Yeah. But it's still like the most trusted and reliable of platforms to, you know, transfer these inscriptions and these BRC20s. But So what's your experience so far in like purchasing and uh, transferring yeah. and all that? I mean, it, it feels, it's weird. It's, it's it's difficult for sure, and uh, there's not many like guidelines out there as far as like how to do this stuff. Yeah, but it's not like completely unusable. Like it's intuitive enough to where you can figure yeah. it out. They'll they'll string you along through the process. There's a couple of new different like uh, friction points that aren't existent, like you know, in the mm. Ethereum or other smart contract ecosystems. Yeah, but you expect that. Like this is brand new. It's experimental. They make sure to put it all over everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. experimental. It's like, by the way, we're experimenting <laughs> in case you all get fucked. Yeah. You know, and they have to make these disclaimers because people are finding vulnerabilities left yeah. and right. <clears throat> so it's very risky, very dangerous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel that. Like every time I'm interacting with a new platform, it sounds like, damn, this is scary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this thing is going to rug me or not, you know. So there's a lot of that going on. Yeah, but you're you're not dealing with a ton of money either, right? Oh, fuck you're, no. This I'm just is, this is for the science, right? Yeah, it's for fun. Yeah. Cuz it's been a long time since I've been able to like degen into something yeah. so new and fresh and I I like it. It's fun. It's it's interesting to see, like I said, Bitcoin is interesting to me. Oh, finally. Wow. Finally. That's what I said. Yeah. Ever since we discovered ordinals, you know, the the original inscriptions and stuff and mm-hmm. I dude this is what Bitcoin needs, man. I, I don't know. That's, uh, a lot of these discussions have been happening amongst these maxis. Obviously, they hate it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've been trying to transfer Bitcoin around lately, but the fees are definitely going up. Yeah. Significantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, the miners love it. Yeah, right? of course. If you're mining Bitcoin, and actually there's like a, everything's at all-time highs right now. More and more miners are joining the network because yeah. there's more fees to go around. Yeah. It's more profitable. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's attracting more a more distributed network, which is good for Bitcoin. It, make, it makes Bitcoin even more secure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of this. Yeah. Right? So, but also, it's just, I don't know. Uh, this is like a weird d- discussion that's always going to go on forever amongst the Bitcoin core community. Yeah. Which we're, we're I'm not a member of. <laughs> I'm just like an outside observer. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I'm starting to like feel like I'm getting in there, though. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like I'm, I'm listening to Twitter spaces amongst like you know real long time Bitcoin you know community members. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm learning new things about the actual ins and outs of the protocol itself of Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and like how you know Ordinals is leveraging all of that. And okay, so let's go a little bit deeper. So we we talked about Ordinals a few weeks ago, and it turns out there's been semblances of ordinals in the past is that correct <clears throat> yeah i'm pretty sh- yeah i mean remember counterparty is one yeah counterparty we stacks which, which we've yet to do like a deep stacks. dive on stacks is this uh, just a side chain for bitcoin yeah it's basically a a a, a second layer that allows developers to make anything that they want mm-hmm. and then have a finalization or a settlement on bitcoin yeah, there's a new version of that. I think com- it's called Trustless Machine, mm-hmm. yeah. which uh, I think has just initiated like a whole new BRC20 standard, same name and everything or something like that. Yeah. But it has like much more like uh, smart contract utility implemented on chain to Bitcoin or something yeah. like that. But this is like literally something that came out with like days. So it's totally untested. Yeah. But the point is like this is, I, I've never since my career of being in, like in this space, uh, you know, early 2017 
I've never seen like the Bitcoin anything like this happen on Bitcoin's like uh yeah. there's nothing. Nothing Bitcoin has done nothing like innovative, nothing yeah, yeah, interesting yeah. from my perspective since I've known it to really exist. Yeah. And innovative <laughs> right? by innovative you mean that all of a sudden we have NFTs on Bitcoin. Yeah. All of a sudden we have BRC twenties, which is a, a fungible token on Bitcoin. Right. And you're seeing people <clears throat> coming out with like, you know, DeFi. You know, new DeFi systems potentially on top of all of this, right? So, so what you're saying <coughs> is we have potentially a competitor to Ethereum uh, happening on Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be like as competitive from like an actual usability or functionalities standpoint, unless they make significant improvements, probably like on the BRC20 standard itself, because I don't think well, it's like a finished thing. I think it's something that. I mean, if BRC20 and Ordinals, they get enough traction, mm -hmm. it's going to put pressure on, on updating the actual Bitcoin protocol. Exactly, yeah. And we've seen that happen <laughs> with Segway, right? That was a huge debate back in 2017, Segway. Yeah, there was a lot of debates back in 2017, 2018. And then like there was a, there were a lot of attempts to scale Bitcoin, right? Because yes. they didn't want to give up on the whole original Satoshi vision. Right. You know, Bitcoin Cash was out there, you know, BSV. They were all competing against that narrative. Which one's the real, you know, the real backer of the Satoshi vision? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Peer-to-peer um, -peer cash. So if that was to really be what Bitcoin is, then the issue of scalability needs to be figured out. And then you got Lightning Network. You got all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I guess over time, it's like because the price went up enough, people are just like, you know what? We don't really have to do any of that. We could just sit here yeah. and hold this thing and just tell everybody like this is the next gold. Yeah. Like you just everyone shut up. Million dollar Bitcoin <laughs> soon. Yeah. Yeah. We just, just keep saying that over and over again. People will buy into that. Yeah. And we don't ever have to improve or innovate ever again. And we'll all get rich together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like they had like a round table and like that was the, the like, consensus. Yeah. yeah. Or, or I don't know. Or it's just maybe like the competing L1s of, you know, Ethereum and all the hundred other blockchains that now exist now. Mm -hmm. They probably just siphoned off enough of the developers away from the Bitcoin community mm -hmm. or the Bitcoin ecosystem. It's like now there's actually things to develop over here that people actually want to use and, you know, put liquidity into and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So. All of that probably factored in, right? Yeah. So, so what we're looking at now is potentially one of the one of the first few legitimate projects, which is basically a Uniswap on Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're seeing that, but the big one, like the community is crying out for, because right now, I think the thing that's mixing or missing or the big missing component is kind of like a GraphQL for ah, yes for this whole thing. Dude, you know, the graph is gonna support this too. I don't know. Or everyone's asking for somebody to step up and create like a new, like a trusted, you know, indexer. Yeah. That's decentralized. Dude. Yeah. You know, it's it, important. Yeah. Cause there's, there's all these different competing protocols, BRC 20, there's something called SRC 20 now. And there's like, I don't know, it's 20, 20, 20, just like, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many different people are starting to just, you know, create improvements on the original BRC 20 protocol and launch that mm -hmm. and say, no, you should be deploying inscriptions over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all of that could still be indexed, like collectively, I guess, and uh, be, I guess, brought together in some way, one way or another. Hmm. So you're right. Infrastructure is starting to be discussed. Not necessarily, it's not emerging yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're identifying <laughs> problems. Yeah. You can't have a solution without identifying a problem, right? So, right. But this, but the thing to keep attention on is just like the growth. If, if this thing keeps growing and people keep coming in and, wanting to stake their value into this, this new ecosystem. Yeah. Then you got to really start paying attention to the infrastructure pieces that are missing. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause that's going to strengthen, strengthen this thing over, over time. 
Yeah, and then, projects, you, then you have a viable competitor, right? Yeah, projects like the Graph and anyone that can service this this growing sector in Bitcoin, yeah, they're gonna do it. Probably, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I would imagine so. Like, um, like who? Which uh, exchange is supporting uh, Ordinals now, or or BRC twenty is <laughs> Huobi? Yeah, Huobi. Uh, I think Gate.io is about to do it too. Okay. I I know for a fact at some point Binance will start listing BRC twenties because yeah. CZ he said he can't he said earlier this year the thing he's most bullish on is is ordinals mm-hmm. yeah Joe Lubin the the freaking MetaMask guy <laughs> said the thing he's most bullish on is ordinals like this is no joke and they're talking about basically NFTs on Bitcoin they're not oh, even talking bef- about BRC twenties yeah that was before yeah. BRC twenties that's right yeah yeah this and then this whole new thing just came out of nowhere like th- through like a twitter thread just people like just talking about it it's like maybe we should do this fuck yeah let's do that yeah <laughs> and then like a day or two later it's like we got a whole new here's, a whole a, new here's the website yeah right but like you said there's been other attempts on bitcoin before to to introduce a fungible ecosystem on top of bitcoin right mm-hmm. but for whatever reason those things never really Captured caught like this attention yeah i wonder what it was I don't know. I bet you it was an influencer, dude. I bet you that's what it was. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think I just there's something about this the whole ordinal thing. It just feels like organic and uh, community driven. Yeah, it's one of those things. It just uh, man, it's it's hard to say. Like what? It, yeah, it just doesn't have like that that corporate muck to it yet. Yeah, which I think is a thing. Like developers, you know, the real crypto head developers, they get attracted to that. Like yeah. literally, like they, they gravitate towards something like that because they know for a fact this isn't something that's going to be at least not yet mm-hmm. like um corrupted by centralized force yeah right but at some point it will once the investors get in here and start mm-hmm. throwing hundreds of millions of dollars at things it's gonna end up like everything else you know yeah yeah Just, so this is potentially the next mania oh yeah i mean I, I, I we haven't seen anything on ethereum besides layer zeros and layer threes and all this stuff it's like <laughs> Those, yeah. are, those are just, uh, they're fine. Right. They're needed. <clears throat> right. But it's not going to create, you know, you know, a million millionaires. <laughs> yeah. And like even this, like, okay, so what real innovation is going to come about from this like ordinals ecosystem? Probably not much. Yeah. It's going to be like the same regurgitation of what yes. we've already seen from all the other smart contract, you know, yeah. uh, initiatives. But, but what's crazy is that this is happening on Bitcoin. That's so it. that's like, that's all it is. It's a new variable that we haven't seen before. Right. This is an older chain to Ethereum. <laughs> yeah. This is the original blockchain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, no, nothing can compete against the that. The narrative is just the juiciest. I know. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> agree, dude. And if we're talking about a future where countries do start adopting Bitcoin and they do start like hosting nodes and. That means they're adopting ordinals and BRC20. Yeah, that means the whole world is supporting like the infrastructure right. to enable like all these different protocols to exist and stuff like that. Mm. You know? And that's something the Ethereum community, I think, is striving for. That's why they did all their alterations. Yeah. To try and make it like a deflationary asset so it could be perceived as like some kind of sound money vehicle, just like Bitcoin does. Bitcoin already has that. Yes. The world is perceiving it like some sort of new sound money or yes. like some alternative value mechanism. Yeah. Right? So like it has the potential to capture, you know, governments to support it. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. Ethereum doesn't have that yet. That's the thing it's lacking. Yes. And it's trying to get to that point by, you know, finagling <laughs> with the burn rates and stuff. <laughs> And, uh, you know, but it hasn't done that yet. But yeah. the thing it has proven is its actual technical superiority, like as a, as a you know, 
Yeah, settlement layer for finance. Or just to build on top of it, you know, have yeah. tertiary like production. But Bitcoin is just now starting that. So it's interesting. It's like a flip-flop, right? It is. That is yeah. weird. Maybe Bitcoin is going to be the one, dude. No, the winner. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I think over time, if, if they continue to build more infrastructure to this, uh, this ecosystem, and man, like if we're talking about opportunities, dude. Yeah. This is one. This is one for a lifetime. Like yeah. we can't take our eyeballs off of this one. Opportunities of entertainment, you mean? Yes. <laughs> I'm thoroughly entertained right now, for sure. <laughs> and that's all we do here is bring you guys entertainment that's advice. Only entertainment. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah, dude. So I don't know. It's just, uh, and yeah, because because I got it in 2017, I wasn't around during like the early days of ETH. I wish I was. Yeah. But I have a feeling it was. Eerily similar to what you're seeing amongst this community. Yeah, you know, 100%. Like actual real developers. Yeah. <coughs> coming together regularly. Yeah. And um, trying to improve on what exists, trying to identify new problems, new solutions. Yes. Like these people aren't fucking around. Yes. <laughs> you know Those I mean? are our kind of people, dude. Yeah. I mean, we were uh, we were early in, in setting roundtables into Centraland and... There yeah. was there wasn't that many developers <laughs> to have like actual conversations on what the problems are and what to focus on. Yeah, even now it's still difficult to have those conversations like in yeah. the metaverse space. It's there's just not enough, I think, real interest in the the hard problems. Yes. Or solving the hard problems in the metaverse. It's kind of like people are waiting around for like meta. Yes. And I guess now like M squared and improbable yeah. to solve these things instead of like a community of developers coming together to, you know incrementally build on top of thing uh, you know building all these composable composable that, technology frameworks i find that so weird because there's such a there's a huge monetary incentive to solve these problems as a, like a community just in the same way brc20 is like taking off people mm. are seeing money here that's why they're in it yeah but i think like the development requirements for like the metaverse are just so much more i think tremendous <laughs> like you when it comes so? to, like, i think so more so than like blockchain inscriptions <laughs> and and making it fit into the limitations of bitcoin i guess it depends that? i don't know it depends i guess if if you're like a, a developer you could just build something very niche and granular attacking like a very very specific problem and yeah. like that that's it that's your contribution i don't know i'm trying to think of something yeah um yeah, but I, f I find that interesting but yeah ultimately like there's just not a ton of developers in the metaverse yet for for one reason or another, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. I just it's 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 the as the metaverse is even newer than fucking blockchain and smart contracts even. Yeah. yeah. Right. So like the developer community hasn't even really like grasped. That's a good point. Yeah. Like what yeah, it is. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So smart contract development and all that stuff. It's been around probably more than twice as long as like, you know, metaverse development, right? So. Well, at least a real metaverse because they, you know, Roblox and Minecraft, they, they're considered metaverse, but they're, they're definitely not. No, that's not the development we're talking about. Yeah. You know, tinkering around with like a, an already established SDK framework. Like that's cool. Yeah. That, that is valuable development, but yeah. that's not the level of, of contribution that the metaverse needs. Like we need infrastructure framework components, just like, you know, that's where the VRC20, the ordinal system is right now. Like, who's yeah. going to come up with these different components that's going to power the Ethereum competitor? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. The, like the BVM, yeah. whatever you want to call it. The BVM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Bitcoin virtual machine, right? Like, yeah. What's, who's going to do that? Because obviously they're starting from a very rough point of like, sorry, 14, 15 years post launch. Yeah. And uh, the community is going to have to do it, right? <clears throat> Man.
It's interesting, man. I just, it is. I can't stop thinking about it. Just so, yeah, we're going to keep covering it. Yeah. <laughs> For you guys watching, listening. If you're interested in VRC 20s, yeah, we got some banger videos coming your way without yes. a doubt. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, more BRC20 videos. I think we need to break down all the different competitors to BRC20, right? There's BRC20. There's another BRC20. SRC20, I think. SRC20. Maybe, might maybe be like a rebrand of BRC20. I'm not sure. Uh, Counterparty. <laughs> Trustless Machine. Trustless Machine. Um, stamps. Stamps, yeah. Stacks. <laughs> Dude. So we're already like at six or seven. Yeah. Uh, and more will emerge. That's the thing. Yes. <laughs> because they're competing. the market will allow. Yes. Yeah. They're competing. Correct. So there's going to be more different protocol standards. People are, are going to become tribalistic as they do. Mm. You know, if they're already invested in one, they yeah. won't, most likely won't abandon that investment for another. Right. Yeah. But people who missed out on the original investment, they're going to quickly jump on this new one yeah. because it's like, I already missed that one. Let me jump on this guy's. And then, you know, adamantly support it and claim it to be better than everybody yeah. else. And that's yeah. the, the tribalistic way, you know? Yeah, DGENs do not hedge. <laughs> exactly. But that's why I love it, dude. This is real DGEN shit, you yeah. know, emerging before our eyes. I guess we did see it a lot. You know, I made that mistake of saying I haven't really seen like a real DGEN culture emerge around it's one PFPs. of these. Yeah, NFTs. NFTs we did. Yeah. We did. We were around early days of the NFT, I'd say, community and yeah, we were sitting around and wondering, like, when are NFTs going to take off? Yeah, it was like 2018. It's like, I thought these were kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> NFTs sound like a good idea, right? We play games. Yeah. Like, I remember all those times I played World of Warcraft and I wished I could have, like, sold all this wasted time yeah. for something. Yeah. But it wasn't wasted. It was glorious, actually. And it was it was confusing <laughs> when that whole NFT thing started taking off because it was difficult to determine like yeah. which NFT, which picture project is yeah. investable. Yeah, even still now, like after after everything that did happen, it's still not clear why. <laughs> right. Yeah. But nonetheless, well, we could say that with BRC twenties, right? Like we don't know. There, there's no real project happening true. on a BRC twenty token. They're no, all you, basically just memes. Right. I mean, these are the proof of concepts, I guess. But yeah. it's just what, what, now what are developers going to do to leverage these new tools to yes. create like real utility or service? You know, just like same with Ethereum, you know, yeah. or all the other different ecosystems. They start off like kind of basically useless, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But actual real things like a render token emerges, right? Like mm -hmm. that actually creates a token with a real purpose behind it. Like yeah. it incentivizes actual community members to contribute something of value to produce something of greater value. Yes. Like that is the ultimate, like that should be the fucking uh, <laughs> like web three one Oh one, like intro course to like yeah. project development. If your ecosystem and you have a token and you're not producing anything of value, don't fucking do it. Yes. Like, period. Yeah, you yeah. have to produce something. Yes. Like, otherwise you're just, it's vapor. It's nothing. Yeah. It's a Ponzi. Like everybody has been saying it is, you're yeah. just, you're just, Using the belief system, like, you know, of the feedback mechanisms of, of human manipulation, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, man, dude, that's to, why I'm so to bullish. To portray value, yeah. That's why I'm so bullish on things like Bitcoin and then the graph and a chain link is because they're producing something that otherwise yeah. is exactly. unproducible True. without that network. Yeah, it's just not sexy, right? It's just not sexy, yeah. <laughs> The thing that made Chainlink sexy were all the 4chan memes and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like that's really what 
pumped its value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a community of memers and degens like actually understood the technology and, and the importance of that value. Yeah, that's right. And they propelled it to like what it is today. Right? Yeah. Not necessarily like the markets don't necessarily just they don't they pick don't up acknowledge. On yeah, yeah, they don't acknowledge like oh this is an important technology. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So that's why you're seeing like the PayPay coin thing right. happening and that's right. Because. <coughs> That's what people, the people actually do dictate what is valuable in the market. It's easier to understand. Yeah. But that's just where we are right now as a, as a sector. But if we do want to mature overall, like from the Web3 blockchain perspective, we want, you know, especially once like regulations come in mm-hmm. and the SEC is declaring everything like securities and stuff, then you're really going to have to portray, you know, this token is per, like I'm saying, it's, yeah. it's, it's operating as if it's like a company, right? So like all this you know, all these companies paying this ecosystem to leverage its fucking, yeah, its resources to produce something that's valuable to them. And they're generating all this revenue. Like th- this is important, right? Like then, yeah. then you know, these regulatory bodies are going to allow this to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not just fucking meme memers yeah, yeah. <laughs> flipping meme tokens all day long and scamming each other left and right yeah. and rugging each other. Right. <laughs> At some point, we're going to get past all that, and we're going to have a market that's mostly like render tokens. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mostly. 100%. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And BitTensor is going to be up there, too. BitTensor will the, be up the there. The single most powerful network would be the one, the network that supports an artificial intelligence. I, I think I have to agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But I mean, that's not obvious yet either, just because. No, definitely not. Yeah, AI hasn't penetrated like uh, civilization the way money has yet. True. You know what I mean? Money. It's it's getting there. It's starting to penetrate. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) But once it's like fully, fully in, (laughs) like fully in everybody's like lives and faces, like we can't live without AI. Yeah. Just like we can't live without money. Yeah. Everybody understands that. Yeah. Every human on earth understands you cannot live without money. Yeah. It's ubiquitous. So therefore, <clears throat> until AI is that ubiquitous, you know, it's going to have like a, you know, kind of like the internet. Adoption internet, rate. Internet's kind of like money too. It's like you can't, basically, you can't even function in civilization without access to the internet. Good it's point. that critical. So yeah. it's like you can't function as a human anymore unless you have access to AI. Yeah, the internet, I mean, it has a long lifespan. It's been around for like 60 years, but really took yeah. off in the last 20, like 30 years. 15, 20 years. Yeah. So yeah. AI is going to be less than that. Probably just because the the weight the rate yeah, of you think like Chat Chat GPT is like our like Netscape moment yeah, I guess hundred percent the dude, AI hundred million moment. users in like a month yeah dude that come is on. the Netscape moment so we yeah like five years I get five to ten years yeah at, at max. five years is gonna be a nice critical mass probably like twenty percent of yeah we're gonna get the, the, the Facebook of <laughs> AI exactly. yeah twenty to thirty percent of humans will be ten years we'll get the AI. Tesla of AI <laughs> the Tesla yeah. Or the SpaceX of AI. Or like the Twitter. Or like yeah. something. Yeah. Something Elon of the AI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. What the fuck? That's kind of crazy. He just owns all that, doesn't he? Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah, you're right. So at that point though, so but you know what? All that lines up neatly with, with the already like projected analysis of potentors, you know. Yeah. Having schedule. That's true. It, it really does. Yeah, like the timeline true. of AI's 100%. adoption, like growth, is probably going to line up perfectly with the tensor. Yeah. In and 10 years, there's going to be 20 million tensor tokens or uh, yeah. tau tokens, I should say. Basically, like where we are right now with Bitcoin. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, and just like everybody realizes the value of a new money system, everyone's going to, you know, value. Dude. 
a new artificial intelligence system yeah. in 10 years. Yeah. Dude. Scary. <laughs> I'm scared. Or extremely entertaining. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> we got bags of entertainment over here, dude. <laughs> Fucking entertained up the wazoo. Definitely, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, this is exciting. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I like learning about this stuff. I like, I spent my, my free time is spent reading these docs. Yeah. Like, it's, and it's entertaining. Yeah. Same. It's and weird. I hate to read. <laughs> but it's entertaining enough to yeah. where I, I, it makes me want to read. Yeah, because I gotta, I, so I gotta learn about this somehow, dude. And I gotta, we gotta convey this to to our, yeah, to our loyal, yeah, block runners, the block runners, dude. That's yeah. what you guys all are. Appreciate you all listening every week. Yeah, and if you guys discover some <coughs> gems, please let us know in the comment section below. Yeah, like I said earlier, is like, dude, the noise is definitely gone. Like all that Sam Bankman, whatever the fuck. Yeah. <coughs> Bank collapse. There's gonna be another one. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. All that noise is is loom or is gone. So now we can really focus on um, you know, the, what's coming up next. Yeah. And dude, I'm telling you, man, these are like life changing oppor. I mean, life entertaining entertainment opportunities. <laughs> You'll never be entertained harder <laughs> than if you're paying attention now. Yeah. Because this shit is it's crazy, man. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just it, it, uh, amazed that yeah we get to like participate in all this. Same, you know. Yeah. yeah all right, guys. We'll out. we'll leave it at that. I appreciate it. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, um, and it's really important that you guys share. We're we're very close to ten thousand subscribers. Um, it's it's crazy that there's you know ten thousand people who you know had watched. True, we're getting there, dude. Yeah, we're growing. Yeah, yeah, dude. We're starting a nice little block runner family again. Yeah, yeah. You know, we did this last cycle and we, we went ham. Yeah. We made videos every single day Yeah, for like a solid year during like, you know, about NFTs, the metaverse, everything that we saw that was interesting. Yeah. And we're doing it all over again, dude. That's right. It's getting interesting again. And join our Discord. Uh, we talk about all this stuff uh, in real time on Discord as well. Yeah. We're also building multiple projects yeah. <laughs> while, while we, do, you know, try yeah. to keep up with this space that it's accelerating beyond our capacity right so we need y'all's help too we, yeah. need, we need to work as a community to like keep our eyeballs on these important things so we're going to introduce some things to you guys when we're looking for you guys to introduce stuff to us yes so we, and yeah like you said we got a discord so we're always there yeah that's the best way to do it just yeah i mean we just launched an update to metazone's website dude we didn't even talk about that <laughs> yeah next yeah. week next week yeah <laughs> all right guys i appreciate it make sure you follow us on twitter at the block runner um metazone <laughs> io and at rovi ai and we will catch you in the next podcast peace